0: Hello and welcome back to the Flix Forum podcast where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today we have Netflix 87th film. It's the 2018 teen rom-com The Kissing Booth. It's directed by Vince Marcello. It stars Joey King, Joel Courtney, Jacob Elordi and Molly Ringwald. I'm Jesse, and on the line, um, again, two weeks in a row, we've got MJ, my carist. How are you, MJ? Yeah,
1: I'm good, mate. I'm still enjoying yeah, you're on the line. Uh, isolation, good. feel like I'm dialing and into a radio yeah, station or on. something. Well,
0: well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. Well, we've got a special uh, special surprise for our listeners today. What? Yeah, we've got heater back here. Heater, how are you?
2: Hey, boys. Good to be back.
0: <laughs> this is amazing to have you here. Um,
2: he's back. It's been, a, it's been a long time.
0: Have you missed us? I really have. I really have. Good, because um oh, I've missed you. So I'm, I'm very excited to have you back, especially for this film, The Kissing Booth. Oh, I have what a no idea how, how we got you back for this. <laughs> so this is our 86th,
1: 86th episode. <laughs> yeah, and Hita, was your last one 48 86. or something like that? I feel no, like I the did, last one you did was the last um, one was Gerald's game. Which one was Gerald's that? Gerald's game. Is that forty eight, yeah, Jesse? Was
2: Gerald's game and then the Irishman. Oh, the Irishman, the bonus, yeah. 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 So yeah, the last one was Gerald's game. So what, 48 49?
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. So well it's good to have you back. Um and we we're, we're gonna get straight into it because um there yeah, I, I think we need to we need to get into this and and hear Heater's thoughts again on on what he thinks <laughs> of um <laughs> of netflix films so Hita, we start out with our fast flicks as i'm sure you hopefully you remember i know it's a long long time ago but this is where you give us a little short summary of the film so Hita, what do you think
2: um oh so a romantic comedy with uh lee and her best friend um their lifelong friendship being altered sorry Lee, no, was it Lee and Ali, Sorry, Lee and Ali, um, <laughs> lifelong best friends, um, and, which was being altered as a result of Ali breaking one of their key friendship rules in getting romantically involved with one of their family members. Oh, I've missed you. That was nice. <laughs> sorry, stop
0: on the spot there. No stress. We're, it's hard when, <laughs> like last week, it's hard when you can't see each other.
2: Mm. Yeah, MJ we should just be, we should preface that. <laughs>
1: like, we should be like, it is it is a little bit difficult for us to get the whole three way phone conversation going. So excuse the weird pauses that we've got throughout.
0: <laughs> All right, well, MJ, I think it's your turn now to give us your fast flicks. Cool fast flicks for the kissing booth. Uh,
1: boy and girl are lifelong BFFs. Girl has a crush on the boy's older brother, but doesn't want to violate their friendship by acting on it. Will she take? Will she
0: take a bite out of the forbidden fruit?
1: Jesse, I've got a question there for you.
2: <laughs> yeah, for
0: a question. Oh, wow. That was that, was, that was impressive. What um, mm. was, was, was that strong word used? Volatile? No. What did you... <laughs> she, <didn't>, she doesn't <laughs> want to violate their friendship. Violate? It started with a V. I knew that. That was whew, strong. Um, um, yeah, well, my, I guess my turn is my very, very short compared to both of you. So I've just said um, a girl is best friends with a guy but falls for his brother. Done.
1: Yep, that is what happens. <laughs> I like it.
0: Drop the mic. All right. <laughs> well, yeah, we've, we've given our fast week, so it's time for us to sort of have a chat about anything that we've learnt about this film. MJ, what are, what are some things that you've uh, discovered about the making of The Kissing Booth?
1: Yeah, well, all of this stuff I actually had no idea about um, prior to watching the film, so I did a bit of research after watching it, but it was based on a novel, which I didn't know. Uh, hmm. The novel called The Kissing Booth, uh, written by Beth recalls in 2012 She was only 15 years old when when she began publishing this story online um, and then it was later picked up by penguin random house that was pu- published physically um hmm. in the actual novel the the kissing booth l's nickname um is well her name was actually rochelle in the novel so that's how they came with l i think her name in the movie is actually shelly despite them calling her l all the time but um, uh, the the names in this one were picked out up- of
0: control. <laughs> yep.
1: Well, as you saw, is Fast Flicks, he couldn't even quite yeah. get the names out. I got no idea. I got no idea who's who. Still, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like that. So, a UK's production company, uh, Comics Entertainment, actually signed Vince Marcello to adapt the novel back in June in 2014. And then it was 2016 November when it was announced that Netflix had purchased the rights to the film and Vince Marcello actually got the directing gig there. So he was adapting his own screenplay. And by January 2017, Joey King and Molly Ringwald had signed on to star in the film. Uh, And then they basically started filming in January uh, through till about April uh, across LA and Hmm. also in Cape Town in South Africa, uh, which didn't yeah. get that vibe from the film at all but it seems like a weird uh weird choice to go to south africa and film from an, ex- an expenses perspective i don't know
0: yeah probably it was a probably a tax incentive where they probably got a bit of extra dosh for for including cape Town i guess
1: maybe they would have yeah i just to, to when you're already in la and you're shooting a film about la and you're actually going to shoot extra scenes overseas yeah doesn't know. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs of the industry well enough to know why that would be a good move, but you're probably right, Jesse.
0: Yeah. Did you like when you were talking about the novel? Um. So it was released on this Wattpad. I'd never heard of this Wattpad thing before. Had you?
1: The sorry, the Wattpad.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. There's been a bit of a, a bit of dead silence there, but it's like this online reading. I don't know community. what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, the the book. No, the, yeah, I didn't yeah, know what I, booth, it was. Yeah. Sh- yeah. I thought it was interesting. That's just like this online sort of reading community where they upload their stories and that's how she sort of it got picked up. I thought that was very interesting.
1: Is that right? Yeah. I wonder how many other it's such a good avenue for like a young writer or not even a young writer, any writer to sort of get a bit of recognition. And you know, this sort of this sort of story would appeal really well to that sort of I mean, I love the idea of a fifteen year old writing a story that's probably trying to tell to 15-year-olds and, you know, they know the ins and outs of what's important to them. And if you've got the chops to do it, then I think it's always going to work pretty well. The film itself isn't aimed at me, but um, I can understand why it would have worked with the, with someone that age writing it.
0: Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure you saw that uh, they've already announced a sequel. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Coming out this year. So, yeah. um uh, I'm yeah. sure we're all very excited to watch that.
2: Can't wait to watch that one.
1: Yeah. Curious um, to see where I've... it goes.
0: <laughs> so in, in Norway, this uh, film was called Kiss Me rather than The Kissing Booth, which I thought wasn't a bad title. Kiss Me, well, it's a sixpence none the richer song, so
1: I wouldn't have minded <laughs> that as well. Kissing Booth is pretty, <laughs> pretty specific to a, a certain part of the film, so I can understand why it's called The Kissing Booth as well. <laughs>
0: and i mean this this film um according to netflix one in 3 viewers of the film have rewatched it which is i, I did 30, read that Yeah, 30% higher than the average movie rewatch rate on the streaming service so that that's pretty crazy that's crazy
2: were you were you one of them Hater? uh i wasn't actually no i haven't got around to watching it a second time <laughs> uh, okay. so it's no
0: no okay. the, it's I'd, unlike the discovery
2: no not like <laughs> that one no
0: so the other was thing also I thought was in-
1: nominated for some awards. It, it
0: was. They're not necessarily a critic awards,
1: <laughs> but sorry, all right, Kids' Choice Awards, and this is all well and good because Joey King, who who played the the main the main character in the film, she won Favorite Movie Actress, and you know that could feel a bit throwaway, but she beat Emily Blunt and Mary Poppins, Scarlett Johansson from the Avengers, Lapita Nyong'o from Black Panther, Rihanna in Ocean's Eight. I don't know where that came from. And Zoe Saldana from the Avengers, so it's like a legit category. And then it also got nominated for favorite movie, which was won by Avengers: Infinity War, and the other films in the category were Aquaman, Black Panther, Mary Poppins Returns, and To All the Boys I Loved Before. So, like, it's, it's obviously super popular for the for the young audience.
0: Yeah, well, based yeah based on the getting the you know at least one of those awards as well as those numbers that Netflix give us that they don't usually give us i mean it's yeah obviously hit the right spot and they've announced a sequel so you know they they've obviously not going to give yeah, a sequel exactly. unless they've got some sort of data to to back that up yeah exactly now exactly. it 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 did get sort of uh quite a bit of a panning from critics uh mm-hmm. what what have you got what have you got what have you got mj for some of the consensus on this one now this is a funny
1: one so imdb with 51,500 ratings, very solid sample size, has a 6.1 out of 10. Now, I, I don't care what, what you're looking at. That's a good score. Letterboxd, oh, on the other cool. hand, Letterboxd, 1.9 out of 5 of nearly 32,000 ratings. So, again, robust sample size, but they absolutely <laughs> hated it on what we classify <laughs> as a more filmy, critique kind of platform, which... I guess I'm hoping Jesse, you'll you'll give me some numbers that back that up as well.
0: Well, I I just thought the interesting thing on that one was, so you, we've got that 6.1 out of 10 on IMDb, which is exactly the same as the film last week, "Forgive Us Our Debts," and, okay. but that film only had a bit over a thousand, so exactly yep. the same result. And then, you know, the the same with um Letterbox, like just in comparison you said was well, 30 nearly 32000 people had rated this on Letterboxd. last week our film only had 345 people <laughs> like the, oh, wow. the, the yeah the comparison in the amount of people that have seen this compared to the film from last week is just um yeah astronomical i guess because and then like you know you look at rotten tomatoes which i think it's time to bring them up mm. rotten tomatoes this is 17% on 12 They're reviews. Rotten. So it's rotten. <laughs> hey, Dad, you're giving thoughts away early. <laughs> the, the audience, however, on Rotten Tomatoes was a lot higher and like quite a lot more ratings than we usually see from the public on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So the audience on Rotten Tomatoes had it at 59% on nearly 2,500. I mean, last week, our film on Rotten Tomatoes had 12 people. Mm. Like, So the amount of people that have seen this is is crazy. It's true. I mean, we are comparing it to a, a foreign language
1: film. So and we're talking about something like Rotten Tomatoes, which is very much an American or even sort of western world type. Well, Italy platform. Italy had
0: a pretty Italy's got a well, had a pretty good big population <laughs> not the last few weeks, oh, but um...
1: um but either way <laughs> but either way how big is Rotten Tomatoes in Italy is my point. It, it's not to yes, say that 100%. they, they don't, it's not like I nice like don't watch films, but
0: but still, yeah. if you've got a if you've got a you know, a a a film that's based in your country people would you know try and watch that i'd say netflix surely would have put some some backing into it in italy to say hey we've got a homegrown film on netflix give it a watch i'm sure they do i
1: just that we don't have access to any of those numbers like i'm sure they did if there was rotten tomatoes
0: italy it might have it might have had more ratings than uh kissing Boots. (laughs) true very true all right oh and the other thing that like i thought you know the some uh, backing as to why this was watched a lot was one of the the things I saw was that um, the character of L and Noah actually sort of formed this actual romance in real life um, during the film, like the production I did of the read film. That. Yeah. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. So maybe people actually <laughs> like connected with that on-screen chemistry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Jacob
1: <laughs> Elordi, who played Noah. Hey, before the kissing booth jacob Elordi had fifteen thousand followers on instagram now he has four and a half million like that and he's he's basically done nothing else like that's how Ooh. big of, of an impact this had that's
2: huge. i i re-
0: I remember when this like film came out on Netflix and I remember the promotion was crazy. Like the social media mm. videos, all that. I remember when it came out. Cause like last week I said, I'd I'd heard of this film. Cause I remember like when it came out. So th- yeah. Yeah. So do it, I. It's obviously yeah. hit a lot of, hit, yeah. It's hit a lot of people.
1: Yeah, for sure. All
0: right. Are we ready for our early thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, all right. Sure. MJ, MJ, what are your, what are your early thoughts on this one?
1: <clears throat> yeah. Um, it didn't, It didn't really do it for me, unfortunately. Um, Sometimes it felt really kiddie and cliche, and then sometimes it felt a bit adult and kind of risque, and I I found it really hard to place what they were trying to do and how they were trying to do it. Um, But, I mean, all in all, I think it really missed an opportunity to make something more out of it. Um, I think they could have really looked at developing the brothers' relationship a bit so you could actually recognise... Why they might have had an issue, inis- why Lee might have had an issue with um, anyone being interested in his brother, and even weird things like the fact that Noah was kind of like double the height of L, just made things visually <laughs> strange. and like the, I didn't understand the dynamics of the groups at the school. I just a lot of it really wasn't that thought out. It just it just kind of was just spat on the page and, and there it is. so
0: it didn't really work for me. I, was, I'm, I thought you might have liked this one.
1: Uh, and yeah, I, I'm certainly I'm certainly um, fine to enjoy a good
0: chick flick, but this one yeah. had too many problems. Yeah on the on the premise, basically
2: alone. That's the, um yeah. All right, Hater, what are, what are your early thoughts? Um yeah, much similar to MJ. I thought it was kind of a bit all over the place, and I didn't really like the film too much. Um, I will say probably the first. 45 minutes I didn't think were too bad I I could get into it and I didn't mind then it was basically once Alan Noah hooked up at the kissing booth pretty much from that point on it went pretty quickly um downhill from there for me um yep. but the first 45 minutes oh, I like probably the yeah the first half it wasn't too bad but um yeah just just not I mean it's not my kind of movie to begin with but um yeah not not something <laughs> I really enjoyed I've
0: got to, like we we're, we're all married. How, did anyone
2: watch this with their their wife? Um, nah, my my wife wanted to watch it with me, but I think I watched it too early this morning, and she was still asleep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, nah, I watched it on my own. I don't think uh, I my wife knew what I was watching, but she wasn't that interested. So,
0: Ooh, yeah, I, I watch I watched this one with my wife, um, and she was just laughing more at my um, my facial expressions as as I watched <laughs> this. <laughs> did she enjoy it? uh i didn't really ask her to be honest like i think she enjoyed it much (laughs) she enjoyed it more than i did um but i don't think i don't think it's like one of her favorite films uh but and like yeah so lead into me as well like um i was prepared i think for to not like this and i thought maybe like I had seen the the Rotten Tomatoes score and thought, uh, this is probably going to be pretty bad. Uh, but, I mean, it wasn't the most painful teen comedy that I've seen, but there was a lot in this that it just didn't sit right, a bit like what MJ sort of said, and I'm definitely not looking forward to the sequel at all.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, so... We we, we we move on now to the characters, and we're pro- I'll probably preface it with we are going to spoil this film. We've probably spoiled it already for most people, or oh, yeah. people that have probably seen the film are probably listening anyway, so if you don't want to know anything else about this film, please uh, switch off now, give us a pause, go watch the film, then come back later, but we're going to talk about our characters now, so um, MJ, give us the first character that you'd like to talk about.
1: Yeah, well, I alluded before that Joey King plays the, probably the main lead in this, and that's that's Elle. Man, um, I mean, Elle, she was okay. Like, I, I didn't mind the whole teenage girl discovering her body, discovering her libido, all the drama that's kind of going to continue in her life, especially through those formative years. And, and she grows a little, a little bit within the movie, and I kind of liked her in that sense. But Trying to find any real depth in her was was, was difficult. I, I just liked the fact that she grew and stood up for herself. And, yeah, she felt like a pretty normal high school girl.
2: Yeah. Hater, anything you want to add about Elle? No, I'd say that, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, it seemed like a, just a typical kind of high school girl who's, who's learning about herself, really. It's a good description.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't like that. And I, I agree with what you both said. I, I, all that we really learned about her through the other characters was, you know, um, Lee and Noah both told her, you know, you're bossy, you're bossy. And, um, you know, if, if, for me, it would have been fine. Like I've, i the issue with her was that she was constantly getting her clothes off, like all the time. And it would have been fine mm. if she was doing this to sort of like stand up for herself in a way. But the, the way it came across to me was, it was just to be eye candy for these dudes. And, um, you know, she goes from being this girl who has her first kiss to pretty much losing her virginity within a day. And it just didn't, I don't know, like, it didn't really sit right for me. That was, as a character, like, you wanted to see this sort of growth of her, not just like, bang, bang, let's have all these milestones piled up, I guess.
2: Yeah, it felt very rushed yeah. in that sense, didn't it?
1: Yeah. It's a really good point. It's, it's, it's somewhat irresponsible. I, I Like, I think the film is a little bit, the fact that it's, what, 2018, it feels really dated. Uh, some of the some of the it does. Yeah, sexist things that happen in the film, and and they, they don't they don't glorify, they don't say that they're good things or not. But some of the things that happen, you you, you kind of scratch your head and go, you couldn't have thought of anything else to do to prove that point.
0: Uh, yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, yeah, have absolutely. you got hater You got any other another character that you
2: would like to talk about? Um. <laughs> To be honest, watching this movie, I didn't really care too much about any of the characters. They just didn't really kind of grip me. But I did I did like Noah, especially in the first half. I, I mean, it was more for his fighting. I, I liked every time that someone was in trouble with it, whether it was his brother or someone. He was always happy to jump in and, and belt someone to stick up for, you know, to stick up for someone. So I I, I did like he had that kind of loyalty, even though it was, probably wasn't shown in, in, in the best way in terms of fighting. But he had that loyalty and, and that protection aspect of him.
0: That's why I've missed having you on the show, Heater. Because like you bring that, you bring <laughs> that. You, know, you find these, this, you find this goodness in characters that yeah. MJ and I are both like. Ah, that guy's a douche. Well, he does his fight.
2: I like it. I like him jumping in and belting that guy who was about to, who was about to belt his brother. It's great.
0: I like what it's worth.
1: Was... I have no issue with Noah sticking up for uh, for L or anyone. Like some of the fights mm. that he was in were like completely justified.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and no, I yeah, I totally agree. I I just thought that um, you know, within the first 5 minutes of this film, you could tell that they were going like it, it was just so obvious what like that these oh, two yeah. were going to end up together. Like oh, yeah. and that's and that sort of frustrated <laughs> me a little bit. And I, I wasn't a massive fan of the or like the the way that they showed him controlling her. It was just like you said before, it's 2018. Like do we really need that as like something that teenagers are going to watch and be like, "Oh, I need a guy like that." Like it just didn't sit right. It's a tricky one because he was he was genuinely
1: sticking up for her um, and his intentions, despite the fact that you could argue his intentions were to keep her to himself, but I, I think it, it's pretty, you'd be pretty crazy not to think that his intentions were to protect her as much as possible because there was a sincerity in the way he did those kinds of things. But I, I think the one thing that you have to mention with Noah is that he was enormous. Like, can we he just say off huge. the bat, like... I was initially annoyed that they cast, like, a 30-year-old to play a high schooler before actually Googling it and realized that he was, like, 20 when they filmed this. Um, I don't know if it's the way they shot him because, according to the internet, he's 193 centimeters, which is basically my height. But he just seemed like an absolute
2: beast of a man. He was so buff. It was ridiculous. He did not belong in, like, year 12 of high school. (laughs) Yep, that's crazy. But, but she, she's she's like four foot four. She like she's, that's like, a thing. the thing. The... Yeah. yeah, but he was still ripped against every other person in that
1: movie, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and there were some big boys in that movie, and he still towered over them. Yeah, yeah. All right, I Do you think know he's, he's an Aussie. Book... Yeah, yeah I saw
2: well... that
0: Aussie.
1: <laughs> Born yeah, in, but he moved to be... Melbourne. He went to went to school at St Kevin's. Apparently,
0: you may have stolen my IMDb. Oh, my did, you IMDb? IMDb. did you want to check? <laughs> did you want to check if he was yeah. Australian, or did you just IMDb him? I might save that for our IMDb section. <laughs> sure, happy to, happy to. So, I, I think we need to move on to Lee and and have a chat about Lee. So, we're talking about Noah's brother, who was best friends with Al. Like we saw them, they were born at the same you know hospital, the same day, all that sort of stuff. Um, same time and th- the same time, and and you know t- this guy was like a sweetheart who didn't really put a foot wrong you know he makes this sort of recovery pack for Al when she's hungover, and you know he, he specifically says to her there's this one scene where he says if you have sex with my brother I will never speak to you again and he made it pretty clear like and they had these friendship rules and all that sort of stuff and I don't know I sort of felt bad for this guy but then at the end like you see, he's just like his brother Noah and, and and resorts to violence a little bit as well.
1: Yeah, alright, He, for me, he became. I, I know what you're saying. I, 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 really liked him throughout, similar to you. But I think he became less likable throughout the film. Uh, not, not ever to the point where I actually disliked him, because I do enjoy his sort of happy-go-lucky, other brother type personality, comfortable with who he is, focused on having being a good friend, having fun. But the, the rule of the rule of not hooking up with my brother, I think. He needed to understand that times had changed. He needed to understand where Elle was coming from. And even when he forgave her initially and they um, sort of became friends again and went went to their birthday party together, he still hadn't moved on from that. And he couldn't see how much it meant to Elle to be with Noah. And that was kind of bothering me a little bit that he was such a stick in the mud about it. And if if you want to give up your friendship because of that, it's a tricky one. Don't get me wrong, and that's the premise of a story. But I don't know. I, I think he could have handled that a little bit better. And I kind of liked him a bit less as the movie went on.
0: Yeah,
2: that's fair. Hater, yeah. Anything you want to say oh, about him? Yeah, I agree with that. I I agree. It was, I kind of liked him at the start with everything, but yeah, as the movie went on, he definitely got less likable with how I guess he was behaving with Elle. And it, like, it was like he, he was just as good
0: looking as Noah. Just, oh, just put it Yeah, just wasn't as big. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's, there's something about Noah, man. There's like,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice time in the gym
0: anymore. Um, any, any other characters oh, that you want to touch base on? You're good. MJ, go, tell us. No, 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 I got nothing. Oh, I, I wanted to bring up this oh, Toppin guy. The, the, this Toppin oh, yeah. dude. He, yeah. he literally sexually assaults a girl and then... He's able to get her number anyway. Like, what sort of message is this this to teenagers?
2: (laughs) This really annoyed me in the movie. Um, Yeah, like, he sexually sexually assaults her. He gets basically no punishment for it, And then, like, a couple of hours later, she's got her number. Like, it is just (laughs) such a bad message for young girls, I thought. I I was really annoyed at how that scene played out. Good. I'm glad. I'm exactly the same. Um, It it beggared belief for me. I had no idea what was going on. Like, he genuinely just grabbed her ass. Yeah. And especially in like, what, this was only made two years ago. The, you know, the society at the moment, that was just that was just a, a really bad scene in there. And, and and just the way the whole played out and was kind of swept un, under the rug um, with him, not to be punish him and, and just make it seem like it's okay, you know, for guys to do that because they'll still get a number. I thought that was really, real kind of <laughs> irresponsible of, of the filmmakers.
0: Hmm. Um, the last yeah. thing I just wanted to touch on was those the OMG girls. <laughs> like as a group. <laughs> like the, the, none annoying. of them yeah, none of none of them stood out as anything individual or specific. They were just this group and all of their dialogue was just woeful. Um and they were just this sort of stereotypical, you know, teen comedy, we've just gotta put a bunch of mean girls in a film. And yeah. that annoyed me too. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Hmm.
1: Jesse, my first two scenes that I didn't like were a guy slaps a girl's ass and didn't get instantly expelled, and the OMG <laughs> girls are awful. So you've just you've just taken my first two scenes.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, I was, uh, my bad. All right, well, let's move on. Let's let's have it. the The director Vince Marcello, Did what did you think of his job in this, and what else have you seen that he's done?
1: Um, uh, what I do I think, think of I've his seen job?
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that
2: either, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he, I, I I don't think he did a
0: great job for this film. Yeah, I, I think you needed to sort of like, but they've given him the second film, so obviously they've just gone well. The first one worked, we're going to give you the second one. Yeah, I guess uh, it was
2: popular, and they're going
0: with yeah. it. But yeah, and and most of his direct, he's got ten directing credits, and a lot of them were like these, like tid like sort of kid TV sort of movies as well. So it sort of fits in that genre, I guess, that he's sort of his mm. catalogues from. Um. What about like? Did you want to talk about any of he
1: the? He kept trying to branch out
0: to make it a bit more adult from time to time, though.
2: Yes, yes, yeah. and was I'm really sure that will confused who he was trying to target throughout the movie.
0: And I'm sure that'll probably yeah. come up in a lot of the scenes that we talk about as well. Um, but what did you think about the the performances? Is there anyone in particular that you'd like to touch on that you didn't like that you liked? All right. Well, I'm nah. a, a bit of dead sorry, silence. Nah,
2: nah I'm, I'm I'm good. I mean, I I guess they were all like, I, I don't I can't say I took too much notice of it while watching it because I was at wasn't enjoying the movie as much. But <laughs> I mean, I, I would have said they were all okay. I don't I think anyone was extremely bad.
1: Yeah, I did really agree. Got... Um, sorry, I was leaving. I was I was leaving it open for Hida because we have got these weird pauses. But um, <laughs> R- Molly
0: Ringwald for me actually was a bit weird to be honest. But apart from that, yeah, oh, no c- issues anyway. Yeah, I I had Molly Ringwald down as well because I thought this is the perfect casting for her, but they gave her nothing to work with. It was like these two little scenes that just didn't land at all. And I was like, you've got this star from, you know, a lot of teen films. And yeah, I I thought their their use
2: of her was pretty ordinary. It was a strange choice even for her to do it. She probably got good cash. You'd hope (laughs) so. All right, time to time
0: to have a chat about some scenes and I'm going to get seeing as I've I've stolen some of MJ's bad scenes, I'm going to get MJ to start <laughs> with his good scenes. So, what are some what are some things that stood out for you in this one? <laughs> yeah, good call. There's not too many, but um I laughed
1: twice in this film actually. The first time I laughed was when she got really drunk and she slept in his bed and she woke up and she's scanning around the room. And she sees like a football helmet and like the football pads and realize where she is. And then they show the box or the cup, whatever you want to call it. And it specifically has massive letters that says XL on it. I thought that was such a good gag. It's like, yeah, he's got a big dick. Like, that's all it was saying. Uh, good. Um, I, liked, I liked Lee and Elle's relationship just in general. Um, and I actually quite liked Lee's reaction when he found out that Elle kissed uh, Noah initially I thought he was reasonable I thought he was responsible he was also cautious about it and that was and and that really changed obviously once he found that they were dating but initially I was like cool I can get on board with you kind of growing with this relationship and being a good friend and brother about it um, and that was promising at, at that time uh, it kind of went downhill from there as a movie to be honest but that was um, that was a good scene The other scene that I actually laughed at, it goes for about six seconds, but when they're all playing flip cup, when they're sort of going down the slide and playing flip cup, when the girl with the braces was playing it and she like nailed it first go, I thought that was funny because she was just like this ridiculous character with ridiculous braces. And there she was getting on it
0: with flip cup. Good on her. (laughs) It's a big win. Um, All right, Peter, what
2: did you like in these ones? Um, I liked the kind of opening montage kind of thing for the first probably five minutes. we kind of setting the scene of what happened at all her different ages and all those kind of things. I think that was just a good, a good start, good way to set up what was going on. Yeah. Um, except for, I think when that, one of the times they were on the dance machine and she said, and they were 14 years old and Lee, I'm pretty sure was the exact same as he is <laughs> like in the movie. And, and like, he's 14, he's a man. Like that just seemed ridiculous. <laughs> but I did like that opening six minutes. Um, I liked the um, Lee recreating um, his kissing booth at the prom with his girlfriend. That was uh, – in, in the second half of the movie, there wasn't much I liked, but that was a nice sort of sweet thing for him to do there. It was really nice. Yep. And uh, the last one was on On the Beach – uh, Noah absolutely is one of the best spear tackles I've seen to, to that bloke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tears him in half. It was like a Goldberg-style spear tackle. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's yeah. enormous. Some good ones. Yeah, yeah. You know. he's huge. He, just, he, 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 he split him in half with that spear tackle. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed that you liked the montage
0: at the start of this film, but not at the start of huh? Fundamentals of Caring. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like, knew
2: this would like, come like, up. <laughs> They're the different montages. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh,
0: i had to to say i had to
2: oh my god you're so obsessed with that movie (laughs) (laughs) Jesse. all right
0: my turn my turn so some things that i liked about this one um i thought like there's a scene at the start where uh lee and ella are in the pool and so this is the first sort of scene that you see noah and he comes walking past with his shirt off and Mm. and she makes this joke about like you know what an ass and and you know the brother's like yeah i know and it was just like this nice double meaning that i was like i sort of had a bit of a giggle i thought that was good um, the 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 other thing I liked um at the fair or the fate or whatever it was that they did like these quick little cuts of all the different sort of stalls that were set up and there was a film club stall and I was like that's cool um it reminded us, <laughs> us this is our, our little film club <laughs> I like that and I uh, <laughs> uh, I thought I there's a scene where um Al and I'm scraping the barrel here but um elves at the shop buying condoms, and I was like, "Well, at least they're trying to promote safe sex. Um, that's that's a positive." And, wow, uh, yep. yeah. and the final one that I've got is um, where Al's in the bedroom with Noah, and uh, Lee knocks on the door, and her excuse to him for moaning in the room is that she's watching porn. And, and then Lee goes, "Oh, can I watch too?" And I was just like, "Ah, oh, that is that was pretty
2: funny, all, but still, still, <laughs> still, that was weird. It was weird. Weird. I still
0: laughter." <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, time to talk about some Ooh. things that, yeah. I'll, I'll also say I didn't mind the cover of "Don't You Forget About Me" at the prom.
0: Oh yeah, it yeah. wasn't bad. That was, a, that was a perfect opportunity to get Molly Ringwald out and be like, I know, like, Habra, I Habra she's in
2: there from Breakfast Club, but yeah. yeah, a bit weird. But the cover wasn't too bad.
0: Good. All right, time for some things that didn't necessarily uh tickle our fancy. So MJ, what are some things that you want to forget about this one? All right, I'll try and go quickly because I have about eleven.
1: Um, Yes. There's, I mentioned before, a guy slaps the girl on the ass, and he isn't instantly expelled. Like ridiculous. Good. Have Every single food. scene the OMG girls were in were awful. Um, <laughs> there was a scene at the uh, where they have the dance machine when she's saying my boobs are fantastic, and there's all these disturbed families around. It just felt really forced and didn't work, and you didn't like it. <laughs> You're gonna wipe out all um, of
0: mine as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I meant I mentioned it the when she kissed Noah and she explained to Lee and Noah were he was really reasonable and I quite liked that scene and that was when I think the movie was kind of turning its way back and making me like it a little bit. And immediately after that was a scene where she decides she has to jog home after the kissing booth <laughs>
0: oh and then God, i've
1: got this too <laughs> he, he rolls in in his motorbike and then it rains and like it rains and then obviously they have to stop and they stop in this little cottage thing that i got no idea what it was but it completely lost me i hated the over dramatization of this whole situation and then he says to her like he's standing there at the window and he goes if we wait at if we wait out this rain, we should be fine. Like it's going to be the end of the world if they get a little bit wet. I, oh.
0: <laughs> that was some of the worst running I've seen on screen. Like that was just horrible. <laughs> and and like this is like a nod to I don't I'm, most of you, you would have seen the sound of music, but this is like very similar to a scene in the sound of music. And I'm like, you can't do that. And then it was just yeah, I agree, horrible, horrible, horrible. It was gross. Sorry, keep going.
1: And also he Noah is like I know I've said how big he is, but he is massive in this scene because when they film close ups of her. When that together, she's in line with his elbows. <laughs> like, yeah. You've got to you've got to think about trying I'm to make it not feel so awkward for the audience. Mate, it's ridiculous.
0: <laughs>
1: Good. All right, keep going. All right, moving on. uh This is a, I, I don't know. I feel if I, I'm a little bit mean putting this one in, but when she's sitting there and she's writing in her computer, pros and cons. uh <laughs> Like, is that too mean, or is that like well, girls might like that? So I, I I didn't really have to say that, but i was like, come on, you're not going to sit there and write your pros and cons. Um, what have I got here? Oh, this scene, oh, this is bad too. The scene where Lee walks in on Noah helping Elle with that cut on her face. And they kind of yeah. have this big hoo-ha and they all work it out. And then the very next scene is almost identical when he catches them kissing. And then again, <laughs> Elle like, commands Noah to stay there. like Be a little bit more creative with the scenes that you're going to
0: put back to back. Because that was sloppy as hell. I thought my, my favourite part about that was where Al says this line about, oh, this is so unbelievable. Like, yeah, that whole scene was unbelievable. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was <laughs> bad. um I've got
1: a... Molly Ringwald rolls up and I, I'm thinking, okay, this is my kind of scene. She walks into the bedroom. She's going to give, like, really good advice. And I actually can't remember the advice
0: she gave now, but it was terrible. <laughs> I've, I've got it. I've got it. Do you want it? Good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what do the it. hell was that? Yeah. Go, go, go. She goes, um, you know, you, uh, she was like, good mates with Al's mum. And she goes, oh, you yeah. know, you, me and your mum, we used to always fight. And, um, you know, even looking back, I can't remember what any of the fights were about. I was like, this is the worst <laughs> advice because <laughs> <That's> I, <right. laughs> I don't think Lee is going to forget about this one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, I'm yeah so how, how did you guys, guys get over it? I don't
1: know. It's right yeah. so <laughs> true. Yeah. What <laughs> terrible. What a waste of. Seen. That, that was like the bring it home scene. But um, the last one I have was just the end. Like she's just rolling on this motorbike. They they create these stakes of their relationship being built up, and basically by the end of it, it means nothing. They basically accept, like, oh yeah, we're gonna break up. That's cool. And then she says the line where she says all of this happened because of a kissing booth was just gross because. The opening <laughs> monologue basically sets up that there's a thing between her and the brother. So it had nothing to do with the kissing booth.
0: Oh, God. I I had that too because I go, so in some of the final lines that she had, she goes, um, when they're at the that sort of dance at the end, she goes, the kissing booth meant something to people. And then she followed it up with like what you just said. I mean, they were family friends. It didn't happen because of a kissing booth. It, was <laughs> yeah, it happened because you were family friends. Yeah.
2: Like you said, uh, she, she's always had a crush on him. Yeah. <laughs> In the first three minutes, you know that. Yeah. Uh, uh, good. Well, right, one, I'm two, out.
0: three, four. MJ, you took six <laughs> of mine. Well done. <laughs> good. I'm glad. All right, Hida, what do you got?
2: Um, so all of MJ's. The only one I didn't have as well <laughs> was at the prom when Noah declares his love for Ali in front of everyone. Yeah. I I actually got up and walked out of the room then. That was just <laughs> really cringy because that was cringy and awkward and I'm like, I'm I'm not sitting here watching that. That was crap.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. out got of got your own movie. cinema. Wow. I know. Uh, that's fantastic. The couch uh, I've been sitting on for the last week and I just had to get up and leave it. Uh, <laughs> All right, my turn. So um
0: so apart from everything that you guys have already said, uh the I didn't like, and I'll go through them quickly. When Noah's kissing a girl and he tells her or says she tasted like Cheetos. Come on, that's disgusting. Mm, um, that was a bad <laughs> scene. You're every, right. yeah. uh, That was bad. Um, every single voiceover by Elle was horrible. I just, <laughs> I just couldn't deal with it. Uh, the scene where Elle goes into the male change rooms and dances around like she's a tramp. I just oh, thought yeah. that was really poor. Yeah. Really, right. really poor um it was empowering at the fair, oh, it wasn't it was not empowering <laughs> i know either. i know was, i know yeah yeah, I, know. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, know, I picked up your facetiousness um so the <laughs> <laughs> at the fair when they've got the kissing booth there's this one guy who's lined up in the guy's line to kiss and i was like oh cool this is going to go somewhere oh, yeah and then that was it and then you see him again True. at the end he's at that final party yeah. and they show him he yeah. starts dancing with this with a guy i was like You either make him a proper character or you leave him out. It was too tokenistic. It was just like, I just did not like that at all. It's a really really good point because
1: I I kind of forgot about that. But at the time I was like, oh, this is nice that they're committing to this and doing something about it. And then they kind of half did it and then stopped. So you're right. That's pretty, pretty weak.
0: Yeah. Um, Like you guys, the height between the two of them was just weird. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) there's this scene where i just hit the mic sorry the the scene where um they're driving around and then you know they arrive at this lookout that looks out over la that was some of the worst green screen i've seen in a film in a long time it reminded me of like (laughs) those films from the 40s and 50s where you've got them sitting on the set and they've just got like no the projector behind them of them driving that was it was so bad so bad um the the scene where owl's trying to escape and jumps out the window of the house so she doesn't get caught and she jumps on the trampoline Oh, yeah. And then she en- ends up in the pool, and then Lee jumps into the pool with her, oh, yeah. and they get out of the pool, and then her phone goes off on the side of the pool. Mm. I was like she jumped into the water, like her phone was not. Oh, yeah, sitting there, yeah, It just really, it really it w- just really annoyed me. I was like, come on, seriously, like you're in the. You ju- uh. I didn't yeah, even pick anyway. that
1: up. Of course,
0: that really got me. Um. So yeah, that that's me done. <laughs> but I think <laughs> I think between three, of- <laughs> if you if you include all of ours as well. Yeah. yeah, between the three of us, we've done a good job. Okay, <laughs> yeah. time, time for us to go to that section where we try and uh, look at a film and say, what's it trying to say? What are some themes, some ideas um, that a film's trying to say? MJ, you usually wrap this up pretty well, so w- what's this film trying to say?
1: This is, this is kind of interesting because there's, there's obviously an element of talking about high school love and romance and teenage romance, and by the end of this film, it makes me think, you know, does, does high school or teenage romance mean anything? Because she was so quickly to brush it off at the end, but I guess you could counter that with it's, it's kind of about discovering yourself and making your own decisions and growing up and growing out of your childhood, childish ways. And, you know, that idea that that rule that they had set when I was six years old, you know, it can be revisited and, you know, let's make adult decisions now. So I think that's probably more, Right. The romance side of things is a nice way to pull people in, but I think it's more about that that
0: discovery and and growing up side of things. I'm so glad you're here to pull that out because I yeah I wouldn't have had the guts to say that. <laughs> yeah. Peter did, did did this did this give you any did other you thoughts? <laughs> uh,
2: no, not really. Just just my just my angry thoughts about I think the director's <laughs> view on sexual assault, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, I was, I was like, you know, is this is the idea of this film is that all teenagers are are horny and that you know choosing a sexual partner over a friendship is okay, and th- that's what I struggled, I struggled with that. Like to me, yeah. that was that was the basis of this film. It, and I, struggled. yeah, in a sense, it was.
1: I I, yeah. I think that's why you got to lean more into the empowerment side of things. Whether those reasons for her to empower herself. We're, we're right or wrong, or good messages or not. I think that's
0: kind of the essence of what they were trying to say. Good. I'm, that's why I'm so happy you're here. Uh, all right. This is where <laughs> we now sort of say, what did we take away from this one? So, Hida, what did what did you take away from this film?
2: Uh, not much. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just. I thought you were going to end there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not really sure. what's take away. just. just wasn't a fan of much of it. I think that the messages in it just weren't just weren't really good um, for, I guess, the the target audience he's looking for. I don't think they were good messages um, for him to be for him to be showing them. Yeah, I agree. MJ,
1: it makes me wonder why it's so hard for Netflix to really get their hands on a good chick flick or rom com because clearly audiences are crying out for them. With the amount of people that have actually watched this one and they don't do particularly well at the cinemas anymore and you know with all this COVID-19 stuff I'm going to be interested to see how the cinemas bounce back anyway but they're so popular on on all the VOD platforms but they've never really nailed it here and To All the Boys love Before is actually a great example of how it can be done even if it's done half right but from our perspective the the rom-coms or chick flicks that we've had none of them have really hit the mark and I mean, you could argue they haven't really had many. You've got sort of like XOXO and stepsisters and even Dude to an example. But mm. um, I, I don't know. They're just, this is something they should be churning out two a month of because it's exactly what the platform cries out for. And they're just not getting it right.
0: Yep. Yeah. Good. I I think we're all very, very similar in what we're saying. Cause to me, like the same, the same sort of thing, like when you have like this slut shaming almost in multiple characters that tell a female that, you know, she's asking for it by the way she dresses. There's so many better mm. things that you can watch that have better messages. And, you know, I can't even recommend this for teenagers because I don't think the characters are role models. Um.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what I mean with the yeah, boys I love before they, they, they do get it right there. It, it's, it's not an amazing film, but it's pretty good. And they got a film that was pretty good to just explode and become a social phenomenon. So
0: that's all it takes. Yep, exactly. Okay. Time for our IMDb. This is where if any of us jumped on IMDb to check out anyone, and I think we've revealed a few of ours already, but Hita, give us your IMDb.
2: Yeah, so as we, we've spoken about it a little bit, mine was um, to check on Noah and how old he was because I couldn't believe they had him playing, what, an 18-year-old or something. So I had, to, I had to check and make sure this guy wasn't 30 years old. <laughs> Good. MJ, who'd you get on for? Well,
1: I had for, for Joey King, who plays Elle, and, and she was one of the girls in the The
0: Conjuring, the original Conjuring film, and she's got a really familiar face. So
1: I was glad that I could pick that.
0: Good. Well, yeah, I I mentioned earlier, I was the same for that Jacob Bellotti for the guy who played Noah. Um, and the reason that it happened was there's this fight that he has with his brother, Lee. And I was like, this this is just like home and away. And so I jumped on. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy's Australian. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's where I was so at. So was he, so he home and away? Yeah. No, he, he wasn't. No. He wasn't. He wasn't on Neighbours. He wasn't on any of those soapies. So, uh, yeah, it was interesting. And that's what you thought when they were fighting. I did. I said, I, tur- I turned to my wife and go, this is like home and away. And then I jumped on and I'm like, oh, he's Australian. <laughs> okay. Question time. This is the the stage where we can ask each other any questions that we have. MJ, have you got any questions that you want to ask? I've only got one. This, this film wasn't too much of a head scratcher, but
1: I always get really confused with proms and stuff in America and what year level goes and why does the whole yeah. school seem yeah. to
0: go to every prom that we watch in movies? I don't get it. Yeah, very confusing because they make it out that you know Noah's
2: older, but they're all there anyway. Yeah, I agree. And at, at the start as well, Noah and Ellie were in the same class. I didn't understand in, that. Were they? They're
0: in detention. They're in oh, detention, detention. Was it? Detention, was it? Oh, yeah, I wasn't paying that much attention then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but then going to prom,
2: yeah, it's just the the ages and stuff. It all seems to yeah, everyone just of, goes yeah. kind of throw it out
0: the window. Yeah, good. All right, um, heyda have you got anything you want to ask? um nah i'm good um (laughs) i got a couple (laughs) so noah like was he a bad like they'd make it out like he's this bad boy or is it just this dude that had anger issues
1: misunderstood jesse he's a classic misunderstood he's a classic character where it's like he seems like a bad boy but he just wants someone to see him who he really is you know he can hook up with any girl (laughs) that he wants to and he wants someone that doesn't just want him for what he is so that's what he was i don't think he was a bad dude to be honest i think what we see of him is is you know, pretty well justified in his actions. Oh, you make him out
0: to be such a nice guy. I thought he was all right. I really did. He was all right. Okay, good. All right. Uh, Are either of you going to read the (laughs) book? I I wouldn't want to fight him. Nah, definitely not. (laughs) Are either of you going to read the book now that you've seen the film? No. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Another one for you. Uh, Lee. This Rachel chick just rocks up on the stage mm. and kisses him. Where did Where did she come from? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Lucky boy. Who knows? Um, all right. So do you think Noah should have waved goodbye at the end when he's going up that travelator at the airport, or like, or done what she told him to, do, which Ooh. he did? I um, I was just assuming he was
1: going to, but then I also yeah. wasn't assuming that the last minute of the film was going to be her. Like. Oh well, we're probably going to
0: break up, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, this film meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. All right, um, last one I've got for you. What did, did you watch? Those post-credit sort of bloopers and mm. cutscenes. Yeah, because to me, the the film could have gone for three hours with the amount of content that they filmed. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't have mind the the scene with her vomiting everywhere. I thought that was that would have been funny. Yeah. Um,
2: a couple of those weren't too bad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's like the closest we've almost got to special features from Netflix. That's true, yeah. Yeah. All right, we're almost ready to wrap this one up, I think. I reckon. So... At the end of our show, we each give the film a rating out of five and then we average it out to give a Flix Forum average. This is going to be a bit tougher than usual because there's three of us. Oh, yeah. Um, so the average, it's going to be, I'm going to have to get the calculator out. Um, <laughs> MJ, what, what are your thoughts on, or your final thoughts on, uh, The Kissing Booth?
1: Yeah, uh, well, it's generally just kind of missed the mark for me. Um, but I need to admit the fact that this movie also wasn't made with me in mind. Uh, so. It didn't really know where it wanted to fit tonally. It was really obvious and jarring all the way throughout. Uh, it had a lot of shortfalls. I was generally surprised how many scenes I had actually just shaking my head. I didn't walk out like Hita, but um, it's it's <laughs> two stars for
0: me, and it's probably lucky to get to a two as well. Good. Very generous. All right, Hita,
2: what did you think of this one? Um yeah, as MJ said, this movie isn't really made for me. I I wasn't a big fan of it. The The first I said, the first half wasn't bad, but after that, I thought it went pretty downhill. And as we discussed that, uh, the sexual assault scene at the start just really annoyed me and kind of left me with a bad taste for the rest of the movie. Um, I gave it one and a half. Good, 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 good. So um,
0: I this is the first time I've done this in a while. I, I actually went back and checked my rankings to see – Where this one's needed, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it needed to sit, because this what was this? This is our eighty seventh film, and I still have fifteen films that I classify worse than this film. So it's not the worst film I've ever seen, uh, but the constant voiceovers, the rules that you have to follow to be friends, and you know the the characters just taking their clothes off at every single opportunity they could possibly find really annoyed me um and so this one yeah just wasn't a cup of my cup of tea uh there's a lot better teen comedies that you can put your eyes on than this one so i'm the same as hater i'm giving this a one and a half out of five yep uh which gives us a Flixform forum average of 1.6 um yeah aren't very you low. glad you
2: came back for this one hater i'm, I'm very glad mate <laughs> it's always a good discussion about a bad movie it's true even if
0: even if you weren't here hater the average would have been the same <laughs> so it's good Would it? I don't know my no, maths It would have been a little, a little <laughs> bit higher no, uh, My bad
2: <laughs> That's the most ridiculous <laughs> comment <laughs> Some good maths, yes.
0: Oh god Alright, so we are on social media We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram We are there, so if you wanted to contact us Please get on there to give it a shot mm-hmm. We put up a post for our episode each week And this week, the question I wanted to pose to you guys is Have you ever actually seen a kissing booth in real life?
1: No, I was thinking that. Do no, they? I haven't. Like,
0: yeah, what, what's the go? What are they actually a thing? Are they even in Australia? <laughs> I, I've never seen one, so yeah. yeah good call. Yeah, so we we'll should see do if fl- anyone... a uh... Forum fundraiser. Fun... <laughs> 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 You're volunteering, MJ? You can work the <laughs> I don't think we'll make much money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we'll be back again next week. Hida, can we get you back again next week? Because this has been so much fun.
2: I'll, I'll try my best to get back next week. It's been good fun, so I, I hope I can.
0: Good, I'd like that because next week we have we're going back in time a little bit to 2017, and it's a post-apocalyptic horror. Um, cool. it's called Cargo. Oh, wow, I've seen I have seen this one, so oh, wow. I'm very excited. It's uh, I haven't seen there's not one that we've done that I've seen in a while, so yeah. uh, it's directed by Ben Howling and Yolanda Ramke. It stars Martin Freeman, Simone Landers. Um, Susie Porter and Karen Pistorius I I can tell this is an Australian film this is our first Netflix Australian film so I'm very and uh, based on the current situation of the world it's quite topical too so I'll just put that out there put that out there early Um, I'm all in uh, yeah Cargo next week so yeah I'm Hater, it's been so good to have you here. So Has thank been, you for. It's been good
2: to be back. Thanks for having me back, me back boys. Always thanks for taking back. the
0: time. Yeah, it's, it's been so good. So as usual, MJ too. Thanks for coming along and having a chat. You're welcome, great man. And um, yeah, we will see or you will hear us next week as well as Hater. Hopefully, yes, you will. Hopefully. All right, hey, we'll boys. see you guys. Bye. Bye-bye.